This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. What? Okay. Oh my gosh. Hey siblings, you're listening to I Have to Call My Sister. But you already know that. My name is Stacy, And my name is Kayla. Need a pump up? We got you. We'll say it like it is. And yeah, maybe laugh a little obnoxiously. <laughs> oh my god, just start the show. It's Halloween, it's Halloween, it's Halloween night. It's not Halloween. It's Halloween. It was last night. It was last night. It was a spooky night. <laughs> you know what sucks though, guys? We have to record this before <laughs> Halloween night. <laughs> you called me out. I'm calling you out. <laughs> we're recording this at 4 o'clock p.m. on Halloween Eve. Listen, we're about to get spooked in T-minus yeah. two hours. I cannot wait to see. Why are we so excited? <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see what Monroe does. I can't wait for you to see my dogs dressed up. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to like analyze people. People and like be like their costumes. I love Halloween. I love what it looks like outside right now with the beautiful trees. Mm-hmm. I love dressing in my alien costume. Hopefully, it's not raining. Even it's been if raining it is. all day. No, it's not going to. I I checked. Mom and I forty percent chance. So whoa, <laughs> or we could have gone. Whoa, what a crazy night last night we had. Wild, am I right? <laughs> but the thing is, we know stuff is going to happen that we're going to have to talk about next week. Yeah. But something wild did happen today already Mm -hmm. and what a great day we did have yeah so if you guys remember last week we talked about um how my school raised money for oh also (laughs) so uh, this is against me so many people message me us being like who the heck is terry fox yeah i am not from canada I do not know who Terry Fox is. And I'm like, okay. I honestly thought Terry Fox was like a world renowned <laughs> runner. runner. <laughs> um, I knew that when you were saying it, and I did say it, and I am so happy right now. <laughs> yeah. So Terry Fox is like, so for the US listeners who said, I don't know who Terry Fox is, I started saying, and then I was oh, like, but, but you don't have to explain you who said, Terry okay, Fox is. Okay, I'm pretty sure everyone knows who yeah, Terry yeah, Fox yeah, yeah. is. Yeah. And then I, so That's anyway, so just, just so you know, maybe they looked him up. Maybe we actually started something yeah. and whatever. But Terry Fox was um, a runner who had a prosthetic leg and he was like really hot and he like jogged. I couldn't disagree more. No, he is really hot. hot. He, Terry Fox. At, look him up. Absolutely. Terry not. Fox is hot. Anyway, um, he ran across the country and he's just like this like icon and he's awesome. And then they do like fundraisers and they do like shows about him here and there's like movies and whatever. But he's Canadian and I knew that. And then I said to Mark after, um, that's what Kayla thinks, and he was like, Absolutely not. They will not know who he is outside of Canada. And then I was just like, <laughs> Oh, Cannot wait for the comments to roll in. <laughs> well, they rolled in and I was wrong. I'm so sorry. But we um, today was the day that for the incentive to raise $4,000 was to have a performance by Stacey Kay and Miss Balmer. And today was the day. But something that, that Stacey thinks is really funny that happened last night, we were talking to Monroe and I'm like, Monroe, at school, if you were to have a performance by your secretary and her sister. No! 
You said, Monroe, would you rather see your principal get slimed or have a performance by her secretary and her sister? So you just the, said it the opposite way. The order way, was and so that's... funny. Because you're like, would you rather see your principal get slimed or a performance by your secretary and her sister? And he was like, uh, obviously my principal gets slimed. Yeah. And we were laughing so hard because like the way you said it made it us sound like such losers. No, like, for I sure. know. But... When we got there, <laughs> yeah. it was like Beyonce was in the building, yeah, and yeah, yeah. we had Solange, Beyonce's sister, in the building, and you were like, you were a star. Well, you know what's so funny? Um, one of the grade seven, eight teachers came up, and she was like, "I have to tell you something." She's like, "My kids in my class think that they're like too too cool for school. Like they." pretend like nothing's cool and I guess they were doing that this whole like month or whatever right and I guess they were just like ugh whatever we don't even care that Stacey and Kayla are performing and she said like after they were like that was sick like freaking out <laughs> saying that that was so cool and they, she's like you should have seen their faces and I'm like I always feel like when Stacey when you start rapping that always gets the like I seven and up I messed it up today you, f- you forgot. Yeah, you like. I did, did like the second the half second instead of the first yeah, half. Yeah, yeah. And then but I finished okay. it. You wouldn't know. So I did the second. Didn't think I did it, but I did it. Gonna win it, gonna get it, gonna hit it, gonna do it double time. I'm gonna just finish it to show you what I did. Thought I come a second, better beat it, gonna get it, gonna bop it, gonna drop it, gonna pick it up a sweater. Take another minute, cause I'm only here to win it, and you better, better bring it, buddy. I'm about to drop. Elevate it, demonstrate it, bust it up and break a lip, wipe it up, mop it up, drop that mic. And I, everyone, I usually go, hey, and the music goes, Brady. But it wasn't finished. It was like, dude. Dooch, yeah, the music dooch, was still dooch, like dooch. going, and then I was, and, and then like, I went, okay, and then I'm like, like, okay, and then I was like, you gotta get up, you gotta do it right, and then Kayla like wa- oh, widened her eyes at me, I was like, get it, do it, dance it, yeah, and I just started like freestyling, which we clearly now know I can't do. No, you covered it up. No, I covered it. I covered it. Yeah, the best part. Okay, so let me just tell you some highlights from the concert. So first of all, the screaming, like uh, honestly, I'm not joking. Like any concert I do in real life, I never ever feel as like much of a celebrity or famous as when you go. To to an elementary school because <laughs> like they just couldn't like physically scream louder. like there were children telling me that they loved me today. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I love you, you. <laughs> like I love you and they're screaming and they're freaking out and then and then I love going yeah, everybody scream and they, and they just all go scream. it's their only time they're allowed to scream yeah, as yeah. high as they can at school yeah exactly yeah and so we perform oh you know what was interesting so before so we performed a couple songs that we did on Canada's Got Talent and then we did the song Wannabe by the Spice Girls and before mm-hmm. the song I said hey all you teachers this one's for you because embarrassingly the students will not know this one and it makes us feel like senior citizens yo i'll tell you what i want but then they all started singing they were singing along because i bet you at this time i bet you a lot of 90s babies are having babies right 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 right. so all of like the young kids are they're forcing their kids to listen to it was like when we were listening to like queen and stick Monroe knows every word to spice girls yeah yeah he knows every word to queen because you show them you show them yeah so they actually were like fully singing along which was so funny and I was getting like really pumped from it okay highlight that I loved the most that I thought was so funny because kids are so funny I was like um, hey Kayla or sorry I said hey uh, do I have to call you Miss Bulmer for the rest of the day <laughs> and then Kayla was like well maybe today you can call me Kayla and then oh everyone started going God. like this like right screaming. okay then I go Kayla do they have to call you Miss Bulmer and then she's like well maybe just for the rest of the day you can all call me Kayla they lost their like shit literally <laughs> screaming and then all day for the rest of the day just everyone Did in the they? hallway hi Kayla hi Kayla and then they'd be like ah 
like with each other. <laughs> like, because they think it's so funny that they it's were calling like, me Kayla. I could not believe the reaction. No, I remember in school finding out my teacher's name and thinking it was mind blowing. Mind blowing. Like, I sure. would be like, oh my God, do you know her name? Like her first name, I found it out. And then you would tell and it was just like mind blowing. I know. Crazy that they actually have a name. <laughs> I remember my favorite teacher's first name was Garish and we were shocked. Garish, yeah. Garish Mayotte. Yeah. And like, we're like, Garish, really? I wish the kids could just call me Kayla. I like, know. But they always get corrected when they do. Uh, anyway, not by me. Not by me. So you're, you're the cool secretary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they, they, the way that they were going, <laughs> like when we yeah. said that you could call him Kayla, it was so funny. And then what else was a highlight? Oh, so I forgot in our order of things to do the question and answer. But then we remembered just before the concert ended. And um, we did the question and answer. Kind of disorganized, kind of crazy, but we expected that. Yeah. The first question was, can I have your autograph? Yeah. Okay, so many. next. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, sure. Uh, maybe. <laughs> next. Because also I can't promise their autograph because it gets too wild. So then a couple questions were like, oh, when did you start? Some are really good. Like, I know. Sweet. When did you start singing? And then I was like, oh, when I was eight. I just like said. I said, You talked about this on the last, po- last yeah, podcast. Yeah, I, I literally which is just so said, funny. You said everybody loves to say, eight. when did you start singing? And you're like, I just always say eight. Yeah, like I don't actually know. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, when I was eight. And then someone said like, what's the first kind, what kind of song did you write for your first song? ever yeah which and then like a grade three question. yeah i'm like what and then the next person was like how old were you when you first started singing and i'm like oh <laughs> like the grade seven eight. just asked that like yeah i was like <laughs> yeah. eight and i said eight again like pe- they're whatever and then we got to the grade ones and kindergarten and then the what the last the question very last question was uh what's your question he's like my name is Liam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, everybody cheer for Liam. And that's how we ended it. <laughs> so funny. What's your question? Um, um, my name is Liam. <laughs> and then when we say cheer, everyone cheers. Everyone just listens. It's amazing. Yeah, like, that's why it's so good at an elementary school, because you can just demand them to cheer. Whereas, like, in high school, I feel like they'd be too embarrassed to, you know? Oh, the the kids in high school they when i so i've done like a tour around us and canada in high schools doing motivational speaking and in college it's always awesome because they're at the point where they're like yeah let's party but the grade um nines and tens are still like yeah let's party but once you get into like 11 12 yeah they're like yeah like <laughs> it's pretty cool Just, yeah, and they so don't lame. cheer as loud yeah. and they don't yeah so it, but this was the perfect grade because they're still just wild and they were all in halloween costumes and it just looked so funny so it was i was just gonna say it was such a successful day oh and like the teachers truly did get like slimed and and silly stringed yeah. and like, all this stuff <laughs> yeah um do you think it was a successful performance i think it was great i, I think it, it was, was so, so much fun it was like if yeah if you're gonna like you're not going all out with your band and stuff. So for what we had, just like a track and you and I, I feel like we like, it was so fun. And we had this sound person, this sound technician named Ron and Ron does sound and um, lighting and stuff for like stadiums. Like I'm like, yeah. we're talking like Beyonce's level concerts and they somehow got him to come to the gym today. So not he only works for the board. Yeah, yeah. Like not only was like it was a w- awesome day but like our sound was perfect yeah, in this yeah, like yeah. a gym <laughs> yeah no it so, was so fun it was awesome yeah it was so good yeah that was really fun i enjoyed it me too thanks for coming no problem i thought your joke was so funny like it's <laughs> like stacy was like so like kind in this and was just like yeah like i want to come and perform for like for to raise money whatever so like she did it for a favor and then, but like we raised over $5,000 and like she says to all the teachers at the end, she's like, 
okay, so like, are you just gonna be spending my five thousand dollars like to me in the mail or <laughs> like acting like she gets that money? And I was laughing so hard. <laughs> That is a funny <laughs> SNL skit. Because on stage, I was like, you guys raised over $5,000. Like, and I will be putting this towards my first album. <laughs> and the teachers are like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's for the Terry Fox run. I'm like, like, thank sorry, you so sorry, much, what? everybody. This is one of the biggest budgets on a Zul- <laughs> <laughs> That is so funny. Oh, and I God. feel like they are so nice at your school that they would just end up giving they you the money. They would probably like, for, like, raise money for yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah, they're so nice, and they were yeah. so like appreciative that that I came in. That they, yeah, they would have definitely. Well, given it me is money. like a, it is really nice that you did. Like I I'm know. not just saying. Oh I know it is. <laughs> I I donated my time, my yeah. talents, and I you know felt good about it. So <laughs> no, obviously that's like, your uh, donation I, of the year. Yeah, my donation of the year is now complete. <laughs> um, no, I I obviously like I said this last time. Like I love that they got. Oh, and sorry, I was just going to say, your voice was so good on stage. It was not in soundcheck, and I was a little nervous, to be oh, honest. Thanks. But I think adrenaline might yeah, have got to you. Yeah, for sure. Like, Kayla, and in my soundcheck. And cold and sinus. Yeah, so she has a full, she has a cold, and she's, like, taking all You can, stuff. like, hear it in my voice. Oh, oh. You can hear it in my voice. Like, I, it's a full, like, I am fully sick. Kayla, I am in I a am far enough away from you, and I have been far enough away from you. We were singing together, spitting on each other while performing. Okay, um, Kayla today was like this. She was like, um, wait, what's your line? Um... So what you think about that? Now you know how I feel from Wannabe. Kids like, so what you think about that? <laughs> now you know how I feel. And then I like looked at her and I was like, check, if I give you eyes, you just take over my And I'm like, no, no, like, no, no, no. Absolutely not. So she's doing that in soundtrack, and I actually was like, what is going to happen? And then Kayla, like, in the perfect, she's like, so what you think about that? Now you know how I feel, yeah. Like, oh, my so God. good. <laughs> it's crazy what adrenaline can do. Well, it does. And I also, like I said, took Advil cold and sinus. No, but, but that's still. also, I, too, yeah. I also feel like I just wasn't nervous for some reason and Stacy was like I feel like you're being weird because you're not being nervous and then I was like well should I be nervous and like you guys were all getting in my head and then your principal came he's like hey Kayla nervous and I was like why is everybody asking me <laughs> but no I think I just wasn't nervous Advil cold and sinus yeah but the, I mean there was a few scratchy notes but that's fine no no but like it sounds like Sia that's what <laughs> you know like what Miley Cyrus I, seriously st- my friend Stephen Cullen is has has built so much confidence in me every time I lose my voice he's like all you have to do is think of Sia because think of how she's like hey like she, her voice is always gone always in, in every yeah. single thing it's cracking he's like you're just like Sia so yeah. now I'm like oh yeah okay yeah <laughs> just feeling those Sia vibes just feeling like Sia um I am moving tomorrow to a different city I actually can't like I think I'm not like processing it properly um, because I feel like I know you're not. No, but you're also like, aren't you coming home on the weekends? I'm I do not have weekends off. I have four performances during a weekend. I have Mondays off. So you will see me three times in the next month. Like just on Mondays? Just on Mondays. But I'm also going to like FaceTime you and stuff. I know, but I will not see you in person except for three days now, all of next month. And guess what else? I, who else? I won't see f- only three days. Your dogs. My dogs. I thought you were gonna like say mineral meal, but you No 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 no. <laughs> do I sleep do I sleep with mineral meal every night? No. Do I cuddle? Do I cry? Yes. Like I was today I was like You're not coming home. Yeah, but you're coming home on Monday. On Mondays. Oh, just a Monday, uh, a couple Mondays here and there. Like I see my dogs every day. Yeah. I am their mother. I've raised them. Are you why don't you tell what their I costume quit. is because it's coming out tomorrow. Effie is a princess. 
<laughs> I went to the dollar store and I found a child's costume. And then I purchased a pink dog hoodie on Amazon. It's and then really cute. I cut up the kid's costume and then I sewed it onto the pink hoodie. And then there was a woman at the dollar store with me and I started looking at it and then she started looking at it. And then for some reason I was like, oh, I'm just going to tell her what I'm going to do with this. <laughs> and then I was like, you know what I'm going to do with this? I am going to make it into a dog costume and she looked at me and walked away and said nothing and I was <laughs> so embarrassed like I was so embarrassed like I was just like I'm gonna make a dog she stared me in the eyes walked away from me and I'm like that is because well, she's like I don't need like I didn't ask about your life no like, why I didn't she just go like oh and then walk away yeah I was so embarrassed and I was like <laughs> and then I just like and then I actually know I think I put it back because I got flustered and then yeah. I and I was like no 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 I have to get, get back it. in the zone get back in the zone you can do this so then I, I I got that and then Mark um see so Mark as a joke I was like what should Duke dress up as and he's like oh we should dress Duke up as Stu which was my mom's husband who's just like a normal man with like no hair like like we're just like how do you dress him up as Stu but then we're like, oh, he is a uniform. He works for this company called Sintas. And it's like this navy blue uniform with like white font. And I was like, um, <laughs> I have a t-shirt press and we could actually dress him up as Stu. And then I was like, I cannot wait for this reveal. So we made this little tiny navy blue t-shirt with like his logo. It looks exactly like his uniform. And Mark and I have been like like sitting on this for like a month and I'm like hiding it like hiding it and we're like this is the best reveal ever like Stu's gonna lose his mind our family's gonna think this is so funny and then I was like Kayla fine I'm just gonna show you I can't hold it in I'm just gonna show you and then I showed her and she said this is not as funny as like it's just so random like it's that's like, why it's funny but it's just like I said like this is like me dressing Wally up as like Mark like but with not like a crazy like if if Stu had like a standout like something like a handlebar mustache or like something like really funny then I I wonder why you thought it. that. Well, I don't know. If I'm Stu thinking, had a handlebar. I just bought mustaches for Monroe's costume. Like I was just thinking mustaches, but I'm, I, I can't. I, I. It's just like such a random. Like I replicated a company, and it's a great job. I don't think you understand. I Wait, did you tell Stu yet? No. Okay, so re- I think he'll give you the reaction he wants. If I found out you like dressed Duke up as me, like I probably would give you that reaction. No, what I'm saying though is it's not just like oh, if it, they were dressing up as me, we'll put some sparkles on them with like some fake hair or something. I replicated the company's uniform and yeah. put it in dog size. I think like because it's just like such a random company, like that's, that's why it's. If funny. it was like Starbucks and she, and he had like a little apron on or something, like that would be funny. But like it's adorable. Yeah, I know. Isn't that actually that's like literally the best like a idea. Cute little green apron like an adorable little apron with like a starbucks like little cap or something cap, yeah and, and their name tag on it oh that my says duke God. next like, year he's a barista no, next year i will be dressing him up as chris <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah that's exactly it that's exactly it would it's comparable i'm saying i know that nobody else on the street will find it funny i thought my family would be like that is iconic you replicated his uniform mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i didn't and then mark goes what did kayla say and I said, she said it wasn't funny. I didn't say it wasn't funny. You said it's not as funny as you think. It just wasn't. I was like, oh, that oh. yeah, that really looks like his uniform. I was fully in shock by your reaction. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're not reacting how I want you to. Yeah. I'm like, well, it's just a random idea. <laughs> like Effie's I love. I thought that that's why it would be funny, though. No. You missed. <sighs> you took your shot and you missed. Okay, so I'm going to give a shout out right now to my music director from... 
my show because he is, I think, our biggest fan, okay? okay. he. But it's humiliating because if I confess anything about the show, he fully knows. He ha- he heard my yeah. lion voice before I did it. He knew I was decorating the binder. <laughs> he knows what I'm insecure about. Like, yeah. anyway, his name is Steve Thomas. He was my teacher at Sheridan, and, like, he gave me, like, most improved piano player. Really? Um, yes, funny. and I won money for the award. Like, he Whoa. wasn't, like... I really, you know why? And he, it, this is so funny because I went from not being able to play a note to being able to be like, some say I love, and like hitting hitting <laughs> the chords like in the back, ding, ding, yeah. And he's like, well, she went from nothing to being able to play <laughs> yeah. something. Most improved. Most improved. Here's some money. So anyway, I like him for that reason. <laughs> um, but also he's really funny and he thinks that you are really funny and he said 90% of our podcast is really annoying <gasps> and then he said the well he still listens yeah. and then he said the other 10% he like bursts out laughing and he thinks like, what's annoying about us I think everything I don't just, know he just hates us he hates when we say literally what's funny he thinks that the dog trainer he liked the dog trainer episode and he thinks it is hilarious how you want to scare Monroe for Halloween like, he made me retell the story about how he went into Canadian Tire. <laughs> like, it's so, it is so funny. I don't want, I. it's not that I necessarily want to scare him. I want him to not be a freak and get over it. <laughs> That's even worse. <laughs> is it? Oh, my God, I'm so mean. I don't want to scare him. I just don't want him to be a freak. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, he's really sticking to it. So, I think, okay, let's talk about this for a second. I think he is putting on, okay, so here's the thing. When I am being stubborn or angry I commit well especially when I was a kid commit like I can't actually never commit to not getting candy no what I'm saying though is he it hasn't gotten to the point where he stayed home yet so I'm saying I think 1000% would stay home if I let him 1000% 1000% and just and because he thinks Leo's gonna he give said, his he candy said, mom I'll give out candy I'll give out candy no and we said you don't have a single piece, piece of, of candy Leo's. of Leo's Mom's like, so our mom is like. As an outsider, I really, like, this does sound horrible. And I actually, if it was a random kid that I didn't know, I'd be like, that is sad. Like, clearly he has, like, a problem or something. Here's what I said to mom when mom was being all like. Mom's trying to give him the out. I know. So mom's like, you have to be understanding and validate someone's feelings. I said, no, here's the thing. You also have to be an adult, though, and know that sometimes a kid is going to be dramatic and yeah. miss out on something. He would regret so exactly. much more if he missed out on it's Halloween. It's like if you want to validate every kid's feelings, like, okay, he wouldn't play. He would have quit hockey at three. He literally came off. He'd the be eating candy for, for dinner. And said to me, don't you ever sign me up for this sport again. And I said, <laughs> Okay, but then dad was like, no, keep him in it. And now he's obsessed. Like, you can't just like validate nine year olds feelings all the time when this is something he just needs to get over because he would be. I know tomorrow. Okay, so he gets to stay home tonight and Leo would come home with his bag of candy and he will have. Yes. Devastated he will have tomorrow. regrets. I am forcing him to not have regrets. Exactly. He's not going to go out tonight and regret. And I also told him this is like just to sound like a good mom. I drove him to Aberdeen. Like, oh, shouldn't say the street, should I? I drove him to the place that we're going trick or treating and showed him that there's no Sorry, animatronics. You don't, you don't want to say the place because we're you, so I'm so famous. You think that we'll be swarmed by I all of be swarmed. We'll be swarmed for our, by our fans, fans, and we'll be swarmed by all the students from today's performance. <laughs> <laughs> but they all the Kate hate students from today. They before. haven't heard the podcast <laughs> yeah. yet. No, but. I no, I don't. Literally, like, I just. Oh my god, literally, I just don't want people to know. I don't know. Sorry, Steve. 
Um, but I showed him that there's no because his biggest fear is like animatronics. Is am I am I saying that right? Animatronics. animatronics. What do you mean? So like the big things that like move like like those that things. Is Leo's hoping to see animatronics. Mineral's not. So we drove uh, we drove him down. I showed him that First there's all, none on this street. Nobody has ever called it animatronics. Mineral's biggest fear is animatronics. Like what, who uses and the word animatronics? Large plastic dinosaurs <laughs> that don't move. <laughs> but I showed him that, and then I said, "I promise we will not go to any houses that we haven't checked out already." I and then he said, "Could we him. use Jackson and Leo as bait?" And I said, "Yes, they can use me as bait." Jackson and Leo are six. That's ridiculous. They cannot also, use me as Kayla, bait. I'm always scared. <laughs> no, well, obviously he's scared because you, Kayla's just. I really try not to be. In everybody front of them. know. Everybody, please note. Kayla is just as scared of Monroe as this like, is my full fault. Yeah. Like at Spirit Halloween, I was so scared to enter that haunted house, and I was like, Leo, come on! And in front of me were maybe a four and five year old, but you step in and it goes. Psh, psh, on like each yeah, side you of your said head, this, and the things you, shake. You said this last like podcast. I had a pit in my stomach. Kayla. I think you do too, and you're just doing this. No, I don't. I am horrified. You're telling no. me we went to retreating and there was like a, you saw that maybe the guy on the porch was a real guy with a mask. You didn't, and you knew he was maybe going to jump at you. You're not going to be scared. I'm like, yeah, but I find it like thrilling. Oh, too. I don't. But one thing I do find horrifying that I do not find at all thrilling or fun is is like proper haunted houses. Like in yeah. your favorite spot, Niagara Falls. <laughs> well, I don't know if I've ever said this, but that, uh, we were talking about this the other day with someone that would be the perfect place to kill someone. Okay, no, it Did we wouldn't. talk about this? Okay, I, I'm i embarrassed because as much as I always make fun of you for, like, I, like, do the act of, like, oh, Kayla's an idiot or whatever, I always retell your stories. Like, for example, when you said that you used a condom and got pregnant. You're lying anyway, about that. No, I'm not. But, Stacey, but the I'll, haunted house, no, let me tell you something. Think. Let me tell you something. Can so, you imagine going and applying for a haunted house? Can I tell you something? Job? Yes. For years now, I've been saying to people, you know, <laughs> you know, my sister, my sister always says, don't you think a haunted house would be the perfect place to kill someone? I do agree. Kayla, I tell everybody your do theory. Do you slightly agree? No. And then everybody always comes back with amazing things. Oh, really? Because there's like full cameras the whole time. And like, there's only one entrance and exit. And like, they really would know who was working that day and who murdered them that day. So it's actually probably the worst place to kill someone. No, no, no. I'm not saying they're going to do it and expect to not get caught. You just think this it's is a, a psychopath. One and done. One and done. They're going in there. They're get. They're they're being able to do all the things they want to do. Scare the crap out of people. Grab people. Do all this stuff. One day, she just did the the the, the movement of a stab. Or even like even Wait, like they they're stop. like being inappropriate and they like to like grab you. Okay, I would say that more. But killers don't want to be caught. They want to keep going. But how you're do you saying know? this guy, this killer is going to be like, you know okay, what? Sorry, wait, 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 no, wait, no, wait, no, no, stop! No, no. I'm you're you've tricked me into what my story was. I'm not saying the worker. I'm saying wait, a crazy person can go in the haunted house, kill someone. I thought you meant the be em- on their way. Wait, I thought you meant the employee. No, but you just tricked me into that. So that's why I was like, can you imagine applying to the? No, no, no. That's not you're no, saying. Not you're saying employee. I said it, then you forgot your and own then I story. forgot my own story, and then like making up something else, but. <laughs> Being a crazy, like a, a psychopath. Okay, wait, stops. See, so who's calling you? Dad. Being a psychopath, standing in line, being like, 
I'm going it. I'm going it. So you're saying the psychopath is going to mess with the other people in there slash employees that working there that are going boogie, 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 boogie. Not the employees. No, no. So the psychopath is just looking for the person in front of him like that time. It doesn't matter. Psychopaths will kill anyone. There's not a reason. (laughs) You can't just say that like psychopaths will kill anyone. If someone was on a mission to kill someone, (laughs) the haunted house is the place to do it. You stand in line. You're acting normal, whatever. You go in. It's pitch black. There's people jumping out at you. There's people screaming louder than anything there's people running whatever now that person that's been killed and is on the floor now becomes a prop in the haunted house <laughs> tell me that that's not exactly it you know he does yes, it that's true. he goes on his way he's gone you, and yeah. he can dress up creepy because it's like oh he's just being creepy for the haunted house it doesn't have to be in Halloween you're saying he can go in and he can guy. go in with whatever the, he wants I do have to say that the, that is horrifying like the prop thing because like you're they like would, ah and like the lights are yeah. coming on and you're like oh there's a body there but no it's a body. It's a body. I think he'd get caught quite easily, though, because he's a, he's a, like a, a, what do they call it? Like a serial killer, but he's like a, like one that like hops, like a, when you are like a bar hopper, you're like a, <laughs> you're a serial, a ha- like a, a haunted, haunted house, house hopper. Yeah. Like something like that. Like they call it when, when serial killers are on like a rampage and yeah. they go from he'd one place called, to another. He'd be called like in the news, the haunted house killer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember that Dexter? Yeah, like the Dexter episode where the guy was like doing it at the same spot every time. Yeah. And they were like, okay, we're going to. So then the police officers would go to like the next haunted house that they thought of. And they actually, yeah, then all police officers would just like block off. Every... They'd shut down haunted houses. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's not that epic of a thing to keep open in case someone gets murdered. Like, <laughs> yeah, like once you get past four, I'm sure the haunted house is going to like, let's just shut her down. Yeah. yeah. It's not that good of a business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that just took, I just like worked through a whole thing in my head and like people would stop going to them so yeah. they would yeah work. after the first yeah. murder they'd be like yeah I'm not gonna take yeah. the chance anymore but if you just want it one and done haunted house so for all specifically you- <laughs> screamers at Niagara Falls apparently it's horrifying so for all you killers out there if you're looking for a one and done make sure to go to screamers in Niagara Falls <laughs> go in disguise use code siblings to get half off your ticket <laughs> It's so stupid, but that's so funny. Gosh! Wow, what a skit. But I do (laughs) think that workers are probably there's probably half of them are creeps. Yeah, I I would say going back to that, like I would say that probably because yeah, even like this is this is where my mind goes. If a because screamers, they told us they grab you, like they warn you before. They say they will grab you, and I'm like, whoa, wait. So in my head, I think like this person that's grabbing me. Probably isn't just like a Stacy and Kayla and they're like well, busy day at work today. No. Like we'd be too scared to work there. So they're gonna have like people. No, that I have something funny to say. Because most of the time, no, Kayla, because- I know what you're gonna say. Can I guess? Yeah. The one at Wonderland that you know people that work there. I was gonna say that most- is a theatrical haunted house. Like, listen. I think most of the time these people are probably actors trying to get their big shot because they're the ones that will like put on like costumes and get into like method and be like, okay, what's my zombie character for tonight? Like they, I bet you a lot of them are like wannabe 
actors. Stage. Half of them have like full masks on and are just like, like they're not being videotaped. Yeah, but they're like, seen. I know, but they're like confident enough to do it. Like they're I think getting at into Wonderland, character. Yeah. Wonderland, yeah. No, for sure. All my actor friends. Well, no, I had some actor friends in um, Casa Loma in Toronto. They have a haunted house there too, which I haven't been to. Apparently it's so scary. Yeah. And like my friends were like getting full stage makeup, like zombified, yeah. like, and they'd be really in character. <laughs> yeah. It's the ones though that you can't see that are grabbing your legs. It's like, you weren't doing that to get a role. You're doing that because you... <laughs> no, these people aren't doing that to get a role either. It's wh- how they make money until they get the role that yeah. they're looking for. Yeah. yeah. Why, why? Having like haunted house zombie on your resume helps you in the biz no. world? No. It's like, it's like, oh, I'm an actor. What things could I do? Like, for example, we did promo work forever. And that's not for everyone. But there's it's not a coincidence that all those people are actors and singers because that's a job you have to be super confident and carefree. I'm and just saying I didn't think that haunted house workers were actors and singers. I I think they are. I think at Wonderland they are. Because that's like a full out production. Sometimes you also sound like JoJo. Like... I don't like Jojo and you know it. I like, why don't you like, remember you said this whole thing last time. But like sometimes she's like, hey everybody, I'm Jojo. Like I think, like literally my number one reason for not liking her is her voice. So thank you. Right now you sound like Jojo. You're so mad. No, because JoJo's always like, (gasps) like screaming so obnoxiously and she'll be like, hey guys. And it's like, yeah, she has notes for sure. And you don't think you sound like her. Well, I didn't want to sound like her. (laughs) (laughs) But now that you say it, I kind of do think I do, which I hate. You do. Okay, speaking of Halloween and creeps, (laughs) (laughs) did you want to tell some spooky stories? Um, Yes, I would. And I do have to tell you, I did some research in advance to find some real ghost stories. And, um... I don't know if yours or mine is going to be scarier, but I would like to start with a story called Headhunter. A family of four, two young children and their parents were traveling on the road to Kitchener, Ontario, Kitchener, Ontario. When their car broke down, the parents went out to look for help and left the radio on for the kids in case they got bored. It was in the 80s. By nightfall, the parents still hadn't returned. Sat in the darkness, the children continued to listen to the radio and grew alarmed when they heard that a dangerous killer was on the loose, having escaped from a prison nearby. On, on the radio they heard this? Yes. The newsreader warned listeners to take extreme care when going about their business. Time passed and the children waited. The silence outside the car was an absolute stillness until suddenly they heard... Knocking on the car roof above them. Clank, clank, clank. The knocks grew louder and faster. Do, 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 do. Unable to bear it any longer, the children opened the car doors and fled in terror. Why? Only the eldest dared to turn around to see the source of their fear. On top of the car was a large man who was bouncing two objects on the top of the vehicle. The heads of the children's parents. Okay. <laughs> I read it in Kitchener. I was like, it's like, this is an absolute true story. No, it's not. First of all, like heads would not bounce like a basketball. And then it says, it says they fled in terror, but only the eldest dared to turn around and to see the source of their fear. So you just fled without looking. 
on top of the car was a large <laughs> man who was bouncing two objects, the heads of their parents. <laughs> such a and, lie and Kayla's like yeah I found true stories I was like yeah <laughs> me too <laughs> oh my gosh where but, did you get this story from well I'm thinking now how about I tell a story you read one of yours and then I'll because this article has eight of those <laughs> okay okay and it says at the top these <laughs> might seem untrue but they're 100% true if they have to say that you know it's, it's like nanny true. honest yeah, to god honest, this is true honest Okay, but wait, my whole thing, I didn't think we were prepping. I, like, haven't read it. Oh, that's So fine. I'm just going to, like, do it to be scared. Yours could time. end up being mine. Like mine could also be two heads bounced on a car. Okay, it's fine. Just, just Like, wait. I'm, like, scared to is read it, it. Is it long? No. Okay. All right. Here, here's Kayla's. Okay. It's called Home Alone. <laughs> it's just literally the story of Home Alone. <laughs> okay. There was <laughs> a child named Kevin boy. McAllister. <laughs> His family was going on vacation during <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> they then found he was home alone. Okay. Okay. Best friend's parents were out of town one weekend and she had the house to herself. Went about her business having dinner, watching TV, then decided to go to bed. She was lying in her bed with her back to her closet when she heard the door open. Ah, she- I don't like that. Go ahead. Sorry, that freaks me out. Oh, I thought you corrected me. No. She somehow pretended to be asleep. The man who was hiding in the closet walked around her bed to the side she was lying. No. Laying slash facing, gently stroked her hair and face, then left. She immediately called her boyfriend to ask him to come over, then called her parents and then the police. Long okay, story that's a short, terrible order, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, like literally the complete opposite is what yeah. she should have done. Police, then parents, then boyfriends. Long story short, this man had been getting <gasps> this man had been getting into their home via a doggy door. That scares me so much that like I just have full shivers. They didn't have a dog and didn't bother to secure it. Well, then you're an idiot. Yeah. And he'd been living in a tent in the foresty area behind their home for months to creep no. on her. They found a ton of surveillance footage of her sleeping and pieces of her clothes and stuff. Oh, and then at the very end, it's like, if I recall correctly, this happened somewhere in Al- Alabama, most likely mid-2000s. <laughs> that's so funny. That for sure is real. That's real, but that's so scary, him, that's... like, crawling through the doggy door. Like, having to, like, push his like, body so sque- hard. Like, squeeze through. <gasps> and then he stroked her hair. Like, imagine, Kayla, imagine being that person. The thing is, I don't know if I'd keep pretending to be asleep. Or Stacey, if I'd wake up and like hit them. So scared in fear. I know, but like no, but wouldn't you just like wake up to be like, who's touching my hair? Like you wouldn't first think like, oh, yeah, like it could have been her. Oh no, but she was home alone. She was home alone, and she knew that there was an intruder. Oh, I hate that story. That's so scary. The next story I have is called <laughs> the Madman under the bed. <laughs> under the bed. <laughs> just too long of a title. This is a story of a young girl from Kitchener called. Stop. <laughs> Are you lying? Are you lying? Called Sarah. (laughs) As a child, Sarah was afraid of the dark and got a dog to keep her company. (laughs) Why Kitchener again? I don't know. (laughs) Okay, wait, read the first line. I I forgot what you just said. This is the story of a young girl from Kitchener (laughs) called Sarah. As a child, Sarah was afraid of the dark and got a dog to keep her company. Subsequently, she slept peacefully (laughs) knowing the dog was under her bed. If she was afraid, she only had to reach out her hand. No, I know this story! And her dog would start licking it until she fell asleep. 
Years went by like this and Sarah grew up and the no. dog became old. One night on the radio, again the radio, she heard that a dangerous murderer... <laughs> it's literally the same thing. They're like, how do we tell the part where the murderer has okay. escaped? So on the radio... The radio. She heard that a dangerous murder was thought to be in the vicinity of Kitchener. With her dog at her side, Sarah was not afraid. She got into bed, stretched out her hand, and the dog, as it was, began to lick her. Oh no. She slept soundly, and when she woke up, she was surprised that the dog was still licking. Looking under the bed, she screamed. <laughs> I have to read it exactly how it's written. Okay. Um, uh, looking under the bed, she screamed. The dog, <laughs> the dog lay dead, and the tongue that was so tirelessly licking her belonged to a man. <laughs> The dog lay dead. <laughs> and the tongue that was so tirelessly licking her belonged to a man. Tirelessly licking her. He was so tired. He'd been doing it all night. That is so hey, wait. stupid. Can I tell you a confession, though? So I heard this story when I was, like, little. I remember this story, and it's been a story that's never gotten out of my head. And I'm telling you... I swear to God, that's the reason why I can't have my hand over the bed. Because you think that the man I picture, be- <laughs> I picture someone just like licking it or touching it. And I'm, I always go back to that story. But with my story, there was something where like she was hearing a drip, drip, drip. And then she went and saw and it was the dog's blood dripping. Ugh, this is and so then she was stupid. like, but wait, then who was licking my hand? But wait, was then who was licking my hand? <laughs> Okay, that is so funny. It's that's so, so funny. funny. That's like, this is absolutely the true. And it, they're yeah. both from Kitchener and both found and out it's the just murder's like the, on the loose the, on the radio. Oh, yeah. The dog lay dead. That's so <laughs> funny. Okay, go ahead. Okay, this one's called uh, Party Invite. A guy I was good friends with had a party one night and called me to invite me over. It was me and my wife's first day off together in a while, and our daughter was two years old. I mentioned it to my wife, and my daughter said, No, don't go, Daddy. Of course I can't resist that, so I stayed home, and we had a good night. That's no, I'm kidding. <laughs> she, put, she put her phone down like that was the end of the story. My okay, friend, go. however, had the worst night of his life. His party was going good and everything was fine, even though there was a friend of a friend there who no one really knew. Turns out the stranger had been smoking PCP and Ooh, decided to start killing people. <gasps> he took a butcher knife and slashed three people's throats. My friend's wife threw their kids out of a two-story out of a two-story window and jumped out herself, took them into the woods and called the police. Wow. All three people died. The police found the guy walking down the side of the road covered in blood and incoherent. He had no idea what he had just done. Because he went wild Whoa. on the drugs. That man, like, thank God, his kid asked him not to go. Because he would have maybe been dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the point. <laughs> I'm just, like, explaining the story. You're like, it's a good thing, <laughs> it's a good he, thing did he said. Not go. Go, go daddy. He was not at his friend's party, therefore, he, he had no chance of being killed. 
<laughs> You're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the next story we have for you is oh called God. The Graveyard Challenge. I haven't read these and okay. I'm like, love it. Okay. <clears throat> Several teenage girls went for a sleepover at a friend's house. <laughs> In Kitchener. <laughs> In Kitchener. <laughs> You're lying. No, it doesn't okay. say that. <laughs> Taking advantage of the fact that the parents were away. When they turned out the lights, they started talking about an old man who had just been buried in a nearby cemetery. It was said that he had been buried alive and could be heard scratching at the coffin, trying to get out. One of the girls scoffed at the idea, so the others dared her to go visit the grave right there and then. As proof that she actually had gone, she was to drive a wooden stake into the earth of the grave. The girl left and her friends lay waiting for her return. She just went by. So why couldn't they have just gone and like witnessed it themselves? Because they're too scared, I guess they're saying. But the hours went by and their friend failed to materialize. (laughs) They lay awake, increasingly terrified. Morning came and the girl still had not appeared. So when the parents came back, they all went down to the cemetery. There they found the girl lying on the grave, dead. When she had bent down to drive the stake into the ground, she had caught the hem of her skirt. <laughs> Wait, the end is amazing. Wait, the end is amazing. <laughs> Wait. Wait. Okay. Okay, here we go. Last line. Okay. When she had bent down to drive the stake into the ground, she had caught the hem of her skirt, struggling to get up as she thought the buried man had grabbed her. It was concluded she died of fright. <laughs> so, so the stake c- caught her skirt. Caught her She's skirt. like, the man She's grabbed like, me. He and then must just, have caught me and just died. Because she was so scared. <laughs> These are the best stories ever. Oh my God, that's so okay. funny. Okay. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> this one's called the Wichita Massacre. Massacre. Wichita. Wichita Massacre. What is that? I heard you down in Wichita. It's from some movie. I don't know. Okay, go ahead. Okay. H.G., the lone survivor of what would later be called the Wichita Massacre. Did you know? Oh, do you <laughs> know what this Wichita is? Wichita then? weird. Wichita. <laughs> you said the Wichita the Massacre. The Wich- Wichita. Do you do you know of this? No, I don't either. But it sounds real. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> She was a 25-year-old elementary school teacher at the time and had gone to the triplex where her boyfriend, Jason Beffert, a science teacher, lived with two roommates, Brad, a chemist, and Aaron, who was studying to become a priest. H.G. settled in front of the TV and began grading papers when Heather, a friend of Aaron Sanders, showed up. The five friends watched TV and eventually retired to their various bedrooms. H.G. was woken up from her sleep shortly after by loud voices and the bedroom door being kicked open. The two perps eventually gathered all of the persons in the residence and herded them to the bedroom and ordered them at gunpoint to strip. Okay, oh. Mine are like really dark. <laughs> I know. That's, that's the best. Many atrocities occurred as hours went by, but in the end, H.G., after being shot in the head in a frozen soccer field, ran naked for almost a mile to find Aww. a house with Christmas lights. It was mid-December to beg for assistance. That's literally how it ends. I'm so sorry. That's awful. I should have pre-read these. Because <laughs> yours are so disturbing. They're just like, 
literally like the last one they all got massacred at a Halloween party and this one they're all dead and yours died from fear I would say mine are a little bit scarier (laughs) the next one is called have you been up to check the kids A teenage girl was asked to babysit for a family that lived in a huge, luxurious house in Kitchener. (laughs) Oh my god, I'm like, stop. It was her first ever evening on the job, and after she put the children to bed upstairs, she sat down in front of the TV. But no sooner had she settled there than the phone rang. The caller was a man. Gasping and laughing menacingly, he asked, (laughs) Have you been up to check the children? The babysitter hung up, convinced that her friends were playing a joke on her. But the man called again, and again, he asked, (laughs) Have you been up to check the children? Again, she hung up, now frightened. But the man called a third time. This time he said, I've taken care of the kids. Now I'm coming for you. He's like, I gotta switch this up because she's not buying it. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, so this time I'll just say it to the kids. She's really not taking me seriously. (laughs) By now, the babysitter was truly terrified. She called the police and reported the calls. She's like literally not checking on the kids. Like, check on the kids. Kayla, you would not check on the kids. No, I'd let them fend, yeah. The police told her to... Check on the kids? No. Oh, this is terrible advice. <laughs> the police told her to, to try to distract the man next time he phoned okay. to give them time to trace the call. As expected, the man called back. <laughs> the babysitter begged him to leave her alone, thus keeping him on the line for longer. Eventually, he hung up. Immediately, the phone rang again. This time, it was the police. This is the last line. <laughs> Wait, it ended? Oh, this is the last one. This time it was the police. Leave the house fast. The calls are coming from upstairs. The end. (laughs) Okay, but actually think about that. That would be so scary. Leave the house fast. The calls are coming from upstairs. But they, if they the were coming end. from upstairs, yeah. But Kayla, these stories—it's like thus the babysitter. I love the, the the writer of these true, absolute true stories from Kitchener are amazing. Next, okay, that is so okay. Do we want to do? Um, we could probably we probably have time for a couple more. So what do you okay. got? What do you got for me, Kayla? <laughs> well, I don't know. Oh my god, I'm like nervous to read it. Okay, you know this how radio? Called... Wait, sorry. You know how radio announcers always have like, like K Dog. Yeah, Michael Scott was Michael Scott, Michael Scott. <laughs> from the office. What's his name? Steve Carell was just on uh, Smartless. Yes, and he used to be a rate. Did you listen to it? I listened he only was, to five minutes. Of oh, it. he was a radio show host, and he was called like Diamond Steve Carell or whatever. Like he, that's and they're like, why terrible. did you just add Diamond in front? Like it was something like that's that. That's really funny. Yeah, because like in. Uh, what in Kitchener? They don't they have like Roz and Mocha or like or like yeah. that can't be in really Kitchener? In Kitchener, <laughs> there has to be like K Dog and SK. Welcome to I had to call my sister they with K Dog and SK. They used to call me K Dog in in high school. Well, like, I don't want to call me that. Yeah. Welcome to um, I have to call KB, my sister just with call me KB. Welcome to I have to call my sister with KB and SK. Okay, this one's called Shasta Grown. Shasta Grown. The murder of the Grown family, a deranged pedo. Oh my god, pedophile. Does that mean pedophile? Yes. 
Oh my god. Wait, mine is like thus the child. And yours, <laughs> yeah. yours is like a deranged <laughs> pedo named Joseph Edward Duncan was already on the run from the cops for a past sexual assault. He was incredibly charming and manipulative and was truly pure evil. He camped outside a family's rural home unseen by them. He picked it out after driving past it and seeing children's toys outside. He watched them from afar, got to know their routine with the intent of kidnapping the children, 10-year-old Dylan and 8-year-old Shasta. I like that name, Shasta. Jed found the lock on the door was broken, entered the home in the middle of the night, and tied up the mom, dad, and teenage son. He put Shasta and Dylan in his car. Kate... Kayla, I, I and looked it up. killed the rest of the family with a hammer, and that's the end. <laughs> oh, my God, Kayla. Oh, no, 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 wait. <clears throat> he traveled around various campsites no, and cabins with Shasta and Dylan captive. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God, no, it's I not funny at it. all. Oh, Kayla. Oh, my God. Kayla, as you were reading it, I looked up Joseph Edward Duncan. It's like, Joseph Edward Duncan is an American convicted serial killer and child molester who was on death row in federal prison. Like, yours are 100% real. And horrible. She's reading it and her eyes are like wide He's up. on death row now though, thank God. And found to be guilty of three previous child murders. He died a few months ago from cancer. I hate him. But the worst... Just okay, don't... Yeah, no, 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 don't say the rest. How about we just talk about... I'm so sorry. <laughs> like, Kayla, yours are so disturbing. How about, how about we just talk about the bony hand? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Um... A seven-year-old girl was left with her grandmother in her small apartment in Kitchener while her parents no! went to the movies. Are you lying? <laughs> Tell me every time you're lying. I need to know. Went to the movies. <laughs> grandmother and granddaughter had dinner together and chatted for a while. At <laughs> 10 o'clock, the grandmother picked up her sewing and the little girl turned on the TV. That is a late 10 night. 10 p.m.? Yeah, yeah. Like terrible baby. They were sitting companionably <laughs> together when the grandmother got a terrible thirst and asked her granddaughter to bring her a glass of water. It's too dark, said the girl. Don't be scared. Follow the corridor. There's a switch right next to the bathroom door. Okay, you're making it as if the grandma's the scary person. Okay, well, we don't know yet. <laughs> the girl got up and felt her way along the wall of the corridor, groping for the switch. As she reached the bathroom, she stopped and felt around, only to come into contact with a bony head. <laughs> bony <laughs> That tried to drag her in the bathroom. 100% true story. The, the girl managed to pull away and ran, screaming and crying back to her grandmother. After the incident, the girl... After the incident, the girl needed psychological treatment. <laughs> what happened has never been established, though no one but the grandmother and the girl were in the apartment at the time. The end. <laughs> what? So she felt a bony hand. Th like it literally could have been anything. It been, like, but she assumed a bony hand. Like it could have been like a stick or something. And then she. Well, oh, but it was I don't pulling know. her. Whatever. And then now she has psychological treatment. Nothing has ever been determined, but. The grandmother and the girl were in the apartment. <laughs> like, that is... These stories are amazing. Can I please read one more? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Do we want... 
come play with me. <laughs> That's not that one. Or do we want room for one more? <laughs> I don't know. Or do we both. want <laughs> no. rings on her finger? Those are the last three that I have here. Okay, go read them all quick. Oh, okay. <clears throat> come play with me. Was that the one? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. The previous was the bony hand. Okay. <clears throat> Some time ago, a friend of mine and I decided to do the Ouija board for the first time, something we had never dared to do before. We called two other friends to come and do it with us, as I had been told it was more likely something would happen if there were more people. We had a hard time convincing the other two, but in the end, they agreed to come along. We got everything ready, and feeling a bit nervous, got started. During the session, one of the girls we had called to join us said, This is nonsense. I'm out of here. We got a little scared and decided to leave it for another time. After a few days, the girl who had left called me beside herself. She said, as she was passing, A derelict house near her home. I don't even... She said that as she was passing a derelict house near her home on the way back from the local library. Library? <laughs> library. I didn't mean to say it that way. Okay. Uh, a little girl dressed in white had asked to play. Little- <laughs> I can't speak. A little girl dressed in white had asked to play with her. My friend told her that she couldn't as she was in a hurry to get home. And immediately the girl began to cry tears of blood. Oh my god. 100% true. My friend fled, and when she got home, she called me. At first, I thought, she must be pulling my leg. (laughs) But something told me that was not the case. Okay, this one's longer than the others. Okay, the payoff better be good. I began to think about the day we had done the Ouija board and how abrupt my friend had been when she got up to leave. I didn't give it much more thought and went to bed. The next day, my friend called me because she was going to be home alone studying, and she was so scared. She asked me to keep her company. I took a bus over to hers, and we settled down with our books. After a while, we heard a scratching noise behind us. We both looked up, and we were horrified to find that the girl she had described to me was sitting on my friend's bed, (laughs) scratching the wall. We ran out of the room, and when we got to the front door, I noticed my friend was not there. But I got so wait. There's been too many. Like, things we didn't know. Listen. Need to know. He took a bus. The to go Ouija read books. board, like, and then he's like, "I was thinking about the Ouija board, and then the girl, but now the girl's back." Okay. <laughs> I noticed my friend was not there. I was so terrified I couldn't make myself wait for her. Shortly afterwards, the police called my house to tell me that. <laughs> to tell me my friend had died of an asthma attack. <laughs> My friend had died of an asthma attack. She had been found on the stairs of her house with a terrified expression on her face. For several months after that, I was in treatment. I am now recovering. But but the other day, a note appeared in my mailbox written in a little girl's handwriting. How do they know? That said, your friend died because she wouldn't play with me. I have a new doll. I think it's a joke, since our story has become famous in our town. But on the other hand, I'm scared. I wonder, will she come for me? What? (laughs) What? The friend died of an asthma attack? (laughs) And (sighs) there's so many things I'm back. She was sitting on... In the end, the Ouija board had nothing to do with the story. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> but I think she was released from the Ouija board. The little girl that had bloody, bloody tears. tears was released from the Ouija board. But the girl didn't play the Ouija board. So she, why is she, she being left. the one that's attacked? She's like, I, I began to think about how abruptly she left. It's what like, do okay, you mean? What does that mean? Like, yeah, what does like, that mean? Why is she the one that's the target? Of, asthma, of an asthma attack. <laughs> an asthma attack, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, room for one more. A man, a man named Joseph Blackwell came to Kitchener on a business trip. <laughs> I'm not this time. <laughs> he stayed at a large house some friends owned on the outskirts of the city. But that night, they had a pleasant evening chatting and reminiscing about the past. But when Blackwell went to bed, he began to toss and turn and was, un- and was unable to sleep. At one point during the night, he heard a car pull into the driveway. He went to the window to see who might be arriving at such a late hour. In the moonlight, he saw a black hearse full of people. The driver looked up at him. When Blackwell saw his strange face, he shuddered. The driver called to him, There's room for one more. He waited for a minute or two before driving off. In the morning, Blackwell told his friends what had happened. You were dreaming, they said. You're now talking like Dorothy. (laughs) Dorothy. You were dreaming, they said. That must have been it, he replied. But it didn't seem like a dream. After breakfast, he (laughs) left. I can't decide what voice I want to do. After breakfast, he left for town and spent the day in the offices of one of the new high-rise buildings in the city. I've lost what's happening. Like, the first one was short and sweet, okay? No, this one's, like, they're really deep diving into yeah. his new career choice. And, like, late in the afternoon, he was ready to go back to the house, and he was waiting for the elevator to take him down to the ground floor. <laughs> like that. Like, you just say, waiting for yeah. the elevator. But when it stopped at his floor, it was very full. <laughs> one of the people inside looked at him and said, there's room for one more. Oh. It was the driver from the hearse. No, thank you, Blackwell said. I'll wait for the next one. Okay, so there's so there's only two more sentences left, and I'm like, <laughs> like, where is this going to go? Yeah. The doors closed, <laughs> and the elevator began to descend. Moments later, there was a terrible crash, and shouts and screams could be heard. The elevator had collapsed. Last sentence, all the people inside were killed. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, how do we end this? What did it have to do with the hearse? What did it have yeah. to do with his new job in the high-rise building? And, like, time for one more. All he had to do was say no thank you, and he's sa- he's, he lived. He was saved. <laughs> the hearse man was horrifying and then died in the end. Like, yeah. this man had, like, nothing to do with this story. <laughs> yeah. Like, he lives in his high-rise building, and he's fine. Yeah. And they're like, you must have been dreaming. No. <laughs> no, like, okay. they literally died. <laughs> There's one. Should I read just the very last yeah, one? Yeah, do the last one, and then we got to go okay. trick-or-treating. <clears throat> Rings on her fingers. <laughs> Daisy Clark had been in a coma for over a month when the doctor declared her dead. She was buried on a cool summer day in a small cemetery about a mile from her home. May she always rest in peace, her husband said, but that was not how it turned out. Late that night, a grave robber, armed with a shovel and a flashlight, began to dig her up. As the earth was still loose, he quickly reached the coffin and opened it. His hunch was right. Daisy had been... Daisy had been buried wearing two valuable rings, a diamond wedding ring and another studded with a brilliant ruby. (laughs) 
The thief knelt down and reached inside the coffin to take the rings, but they were completely stuck on Daisy's fingers. He decided that the only way to get them off was to cut her fingers off. But when he took out his knife and began to saw the flesh, it began to bleed, and Daisy began to twitch. Suddenly, she sat up. (laughs) Terrified, the thief scrambled to his feet, accidentally knocking his flashlight, which went out. Like, they they are saying this is a true story. In the dark, he could hear Daisy emerge from her grave. The thief stood frozen, clutching the knife in his hand. On seeing him there, Daisy covered herself with her (laughs) shroud. Her shawl and asked, who are you? <laughs> Wait, Here, who are you? <laughs> who are you? Hearing the corpse, in quotations, speak, the grave robber ran. Daisy shrugged and kept walking, not bothering to look <laughs> Seized by fear and confusion. I just saw the last line. <laughs> Seized by fear and confusion, the thief fled in the wrong direction and fell headfirst into the open grave onto his own knife. As Daisy walked home, the thief bled to death. <laughs> Wait, so that's that's the crazy part that he fell on the knife, not the fact that there's a corpse walking Wait, around. Wait, and I'm sorry, is this the true story from Daisy herself? Because <laughs> yeah. she was the only one there to witness this. Yeah. And she has come back from the dead, and this story is 100% true from Kitchener. So I don't understand. You're hearing it here first. You're hearing it here first. Daisy still walks to this day, only wearing her shawl. with no finger? Like, did he cut her finger off? she's like, who are you? Hearing the corpse speak, like, she was like, huh, and just kept on walking. (laughs) (laughs) These stories are amazing. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. It says, 100% true stories from scary stories to tell in the dark. <laughs> oh my God, I'm obsessed with these stories. Okay, that's enough. Well, I'm, gonna I'm go. in the spooky vibe. I'm going to go dress into my alien costume. I'm going to go dress up my You're dogs. Up? What do you mean am I dressing up? <laughs> dressing what up. do you mean? What do you mean am I dressing up? I, was, I didn't know. Is Mark? He better. Last year, he just put on my leopard print jacket and called himself a leopard, so that's not fair. (laughs) Okay, let's go. I got to go get mineral Liam. Love you. See you in 30 minutes. Okay. (laughs) Okay, bye. Okay, bye. I have to call my sister. When you rate, review, subscribe, it helps us out. Because we love them what we do without a doubt. So we want to thank you for taking the time, Mo. So here we go, we bustin', we bustin' a rhyme, oh. This is our podcast, we're here to stay. My name is Kayla, this is Stacy K. Okay, that, uh. I have to call my sister. Hey, hey, you there. Kayla, stop. You heard it here first. Okay, never mind, we're not doing the rap anymore. did it here first. Oh my god. That's what I'm talking about. Hey-ho. Uh.